Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Okay. That video of the baby is hilarious. Have you seen that before? I have not. It's um a kid's first time tasting Coke. <laughs> and after the after that big reaction, they go back in for a second sip. Oh, okay. In Why the, shouldn't they go back in for a second? What? It's the, the. Have you seen the little girl who tastes Coke for the first time in McDonald's? No. It's a video of like she's probably eighteen months old. Her parents let her take a sip of Coke, and she like has this big <laughs> reaction to it. Okay. And then uh, at the end of all of that, when she you know settles down, she goes in for a second sip. Hmm. Starting them early. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, eh, my kid only gets water basically because uh, <laughs> I know that's going to be a battle later, and I don't need to start it early. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Most I've seen tons of videos of kids trying a lemon for the first time, and that shit is fucking funny. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, they, they do it with pickles also. So we thought, oh, we'll yep. get a cute video with pickles, but then it turns out she just loves pickles. She's all oh. about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we didn't get any faces. We just got her saying, oh, can I have some more? We're like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so now just, we always have a jar of pickles because we have the only baby in the world who enjoys them. <laughs> There's definitely worse things that she could be enjoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what about like like juice and like Kool-Aid and like sugary drinks at all? Is that just going to be a non, non-issue? For right now, it's Not a non-starter. A yeah, it just... Like we don't keep it around, so we don't buy it for her. I mean, we have some. Sure. We tried some, um, like less sugar apple juice, and she's pretty into it. But it's not really something that's going to be always in the in the cupboard. Right, it's a treat type of deal. Yeah, yeah. She does jam on some Otter Pops, though. Well, yeah. I mean, how can you not? It's cold and it's fruity and it's delicious and sugary. And you get a hundred of them for four dollars. Yeah. It's four yeah. cents for every other pop. <laughs> God, when my niece was here, I know yeah. I absolutely want a damn otter pop, and it, I know like I don't eat anything with direct sugar yeah. on my teeth almost ever. But otter pops are like irresistible. Anytime either of you are over here, feel free to ask for an otter pop because our freezer <laughs> is full of them. <laughs> I just do this. Do what Holly does. Yeah, just run over and yell pop. Her. Yeah, <laughs> just point and yell <laughs> pop. Pop, pop. And she goes streaming in towards the freezer, pointing at it. <laughs> so we're doing we're doing one constructive thing with that, where we pick out, we pull out two of different colors, and then we say, do you want the purple one or the green one? Oh, and then she has oh, to no. pick, and then whether or not she actually says the color name, but we just are showing her that that is the purple distinction versus between green. these two. Yes. These are different, because look at them. <laughs> <laughs> So, anything exciting this week? Uh, I had a long week, but <laughs> nothing too exciting. Uh, Is the same old work and shit for you, CJ? Yeah, I was, I, now I have a second job, so it was oh, okay. extra work. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit exciting for me, I actually moved into an apartment this what? weekend. Wow. I didn't know that. Out of, out of your parents' house? Yeah. What? Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. 
for some reason I figured you would have known CJ because I figured you'd have gone in and my dad or Kyle would have said something, so I didn't bother saying anything. But I talked to Kyle about like a bag that was on the ground on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't feel the need to tell me anything he about was it. Slipping on his duties. <laughs> well, no, I just was waiting in line, and there was some bag on the ground. So he came by and picked it up, and like pretended to shame me for leaving my garbage everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So no, no one, no one mentioned anything about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that's uh, that was my weekend, pretty oh. much. <laughs> Which, uh, what area of town? If uh, over. Saying. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's it's um off of uh, Hammer Lane west of I five. Oh, oh, okay, I know the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fairly nice near the lake, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm not in one of the ones that are um up against the lake. It's ac- the lake's across the street. I'm up against the levee. Hmm. Yeah, um, the Kimballs live there. Oh, ah, yes. Yep. Yes. The people that we work with. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I learned that recently. Paul Kimball was always telling me about how he will kayak in the morning before work. And then one day he was like, come over to my house and look at it. So he had me stand in his backyard. <laughs> Watch me do something. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, he lives right on that lake. And so he just pops his kayak in the lake every morning and toodles around. Wow, that's awesome. Man, I have never been the type of person to wake up. Before I have to go to work, right? Yeah, same here. <laughs> you wake up because you have to go do something. There's nothing in between. Right. There's maybe no, breakfast. Absolutely not. Yeah, maybe. But usually it's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I do say, though, I've gotten to the point where I do have to get up about half an hour before it's time to start getting ready just to kind of wake up. Yeah. Ah. Like, I force myself to get up about half an hour before I otherwise would and just have a couple glasses of water and just kind of sit there. Yeah. It's Most important. of the time, I'm too tired to do anything, or I'm still like too like in my sleep sleepiness to do anything, but kind of just stare at my phone emptily mm-hmm. and just sip on water. But I found that it kind of helps me because then by the time I'm done, done with my shower, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for yeah. the day. That's smart. I found the only time at like five thirty in the eight in the morning or six in the morning where I'm like energized to go do something is when I accidentally didn't sleep that night. Yep. Yeah, then, that that works too. <laughs> then I'm like, hey, let's go on a let's go on a ten mile hike and uh, <laughs> get this day started. And then you're dead ass dead eleven. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get halfway into the hike and you're like, oh my god, it's time for a nap. Yeah. What did I do? See, I essentially do that in the fat in the form of I none of my clients really call from seven to eight. So I have a full hour at work where I don't really have to think where I'm, I'm oh, allowed to just sort of, you know, get my day going. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm at work. So if they do call, I can answer. Usually they're like, Oh, I wasn't expecting you to answer. And I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. For but, me, it's very hit or miss. Like there's some days where I have that, where, you know, 9am is too early for some of the people. So depending on who is coming, is coming into that day, I may not have, much people come ask me stuff at you know until after ten. Other times I get there at nine and there's you know five people already lined up. So it just kind of depends on the day. <laughs> oh, that would piss me off if I got to work with five people waiting for me. <laughs> oh, God, it, it happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's one one day a week we uh, um, the manager and one of the techs goes goes in early um, to get started on uh, one of the things that we have to do, and um, when he's on vacation, I fill in that day getting there early. And even though our posted hours have always been nine, you'll have people like longtime patients of ours come over at like eight o'clock and be like. Hey, I know the lights are off back there, but are you guys open? <laughs> no, bitch, we are not. Like, no. No. <laughs> hey, I see the lights off. You guys are doing other shit, but uh Yeah. <laughs> I had to the... ask a restaurant that too? Right. Hey, I know it... nobody's in there. Are you guys open? Yeah, exactly. I had the opposite of that experience once on it was on Thanksgiving. I, um my friend and I were trying to make copies in an office depot. So we <laughs> We go to the office depot, all the lights are on, we walk in, the building is full of employees and people like waiting in line for the Black Friday deal at midnight, because it's probably 9pm. Okay. But sure. we're able to just breeze in, and so we like go around, and we finally find someone, we're like, hey, we wanted to make some copies, and they're like, oh, we're not, we can't, we're not going to do copies right now. Like, yeah, we're closed. No, not even that, it was like, we were like, oh, you're closed? They're like, no, 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 we're technically open, but we can't. Um, like sell anything. So, but, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Then why are all these people inside? Oh, they're waiting for the Black Friday deal. Like, well, why? Like this, we didn't go this far into it with the customer service person, but it's like, why is your company spending like on salaries and energy to have all the lights on and everything for something that could be just as easily be accomplished by having everyone wait out on the curb. Like everyone normally does for black Friday. Yeah, seriously, yeah. that's dumb. And then turning away customers. Well, you have all these people there who are totally able to make the two copies we needed. Maybe it had something to do with the fact that when people wait outside, they leave garbage and urine on the wall. Oh, that could the floor. be, that could be come in. But we I can't have bathrooms. Think of, I mean, yeah, yeah, come in, we have bathrooms, that's probably it. Yeah? I don't know, I, that always has irked me, like, when we left, we're like, hey, I got an idea for a business, why don't I open up, and then tell everyone who wants to buy something to kick rocks, and <laughs> tell everyone... You're just here to wait in line. Yeah, tell everyone who doesn't want to buy anything right now to just stay as long as you like. Awesome. Yeah. I would actually go there, just to see what was up. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like a Johnny Rockets or... What's that that restaurant called where they're rude? Oh, oh, I don't know. Isn't it in Chicago? There was one in Chicago. There's yeah, there's one in Chicago. Yeah. There's a hot dog place in Chicago that fucking ripped me a new asshole once without me knowing. Oh, I, slash resort. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, that's it. Bitch asses. Oh, there's two. He had to reassure me. He's like, no, dude, it's okay. That's just what we do. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, fat ass. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, there's two of them. There's the Wieners Circle also, which is another hot dog place. It's like seven blocks away from Dick's Last Resort. Yeah. That might have been actually the one. Fucking whichever one's open later. It was like two or three o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. Yeah, without knowing like what what their, what their little shtick is, that would be, yeah. It threw me for a loop. So they, they, they go for different uh, oeuvres here in their description. So Dick's is Southern Eats served by Surly Staffers. Ah, nope, it was the Wiener Circle. Wiener Circle circle is late night hot dogs with a side of sass. Yep, and be fucking warned, it is a huge heaping portion of sass. <laughs> <laughs> Probably depends on, who, on like the employee you're talking to that day, whether they had like a bad day or not, you know. To turn yeah. it up an extra notch, yeah. 
Like now I would love to work there. Although like if you're having a bad day, sometimes like people go there for that and you're like, you know what? Fuck you. Like I'm just going to be nice to you. Hello, sir. <laughs> what can you, you know? That'd be hilarious. You know, their idea of a bad day is, is being nice to you. Yeah. yeah. I don't just think I could. Just fucking stick it to the man. I don't think I could do that every all day to everyone who walked in. Just be no, me? I, yeah. And that would ruin me for any other customer service job after that too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yes. Because <laughs> all, your, all your good wiring is out the window. <laughs> the hell do you want? Right, exactly. <laughs> I just want some food stamps, sir. All right, bitch. Sit down. <laughs> Freaking ne'er do well. All right. <laughs> so, what did you think of hair? That was good. I, I thought there were there there was there was a lot of po- a lot more positives than negatives. Yes. Had you seen the show before? Were you familiar with the content? Uh, just the soundtrack. I knew the content, though. Right. Yeah. So, so My manager is actually on. Is going to be saying that. Oh. Is this this coming weekend? I I don't know exactly when. No. <laughs> well, All I know is that is that he mentioned uh, buying uh, buying tickets for it for him and his wife. Well, there's, there's a lot of boobs and there's a lot of dick. If you if your manager's real into that. Oh no, he 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 knows what he's getting himself into. Okay, that and the, it's funny that people like focus on the nudity because it's really the least offensive part of the show. Oh, absolutely. Like the second act is just like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. It get the whole second act. Most of the second act is a drug trip. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a lot different, of yeah. The response that I was not prepared for is all of the war vets, mm. right? Like the the people who have actually been to Nam are like just going like, "Yep," like that was <laughs> like people have been wearing their fucking army outfits, like they that they wore to Nam that hmm. they wore them in fucking yeah Thursday Friday night like it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, Thursday night we actually had somebody take a picture. There's a part in the show where a man flashes the crowd and he's wearing tidy whities, and <sighs> somebody took a picture of him do that. Oh my god! And so we were like, "What the fuck?" Like we can see you, Dick. Like in a fucking in the booth, we can see you. But but so, Tyler, the the actor, came and told me he's like, "Hey, so just so that you know, there was a guy that took a picture. He's like, I'm fine, but I don't want him to be able to take a picture of the naked people." Right. And I was like, "Fucking, you point me to where he is." And we <laughs> and we say putsy on him. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is the guy, putsy. Like you go over there, and she went down there and was like, turn your phone off. And then he didn't, and she shined her flashlight at the guy. It was like, turn your phone off now. It was great. And then, from what I hear, he and his entire group left. He was there with, like, ten people, and they all left. Yes. They stayed with the... Well, so, that was also part of it. Like, he... We held up the show for ten minutes for this asshole, because Mm -hmm. their their group was split up. And he had seats... He had paid for seats down in the front row, on the far left. But his group... It was only two other people that I saw. It was a group of three at least. Um, they were sitting in the middle. And he was like, no, I'm going to sit here. And the ushers are like, no, other people have paid for those seats. So you're going to sit where you've paid for. You know, he's like, no, but this is my group. And it just went on for like 10 minutes. We held the show. And finally, like, the guy got up and, like, you know, left. But then, like, his party uh, got up, too, to follow him. And they're like, well, no, there's other seats over there that have been paid for, too. So if you want, you can find empty seats in the back that have not been claimed yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they did. <laughs> but then, yeah, it was it was a whole fucking mess. And then they left immediately after intermission. So they came for the naked, and they left. Jesus. 
And you'd think that they would be better because they're the Peace and Justice Network. But no, they were, they're not theater goers. They're not theater people. There's, so there's an etiquette that you sort of learn, I guess, that you sort of know. That whole group with the radio station, too, it's just weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peace and Justice Network? Yeah, Peace and Justice Network. <laughs> Ooh, Bless you. Thank you. Kazoo night. Thank you. All right, let's see, let's see. Is it this one? Peace and Justice Network. Yep, that's them. Hey, guys. Yep. Yeah. Which, I mean, so, like, props to them. Like, they, they were charging $50 a ticket for that event. Mm-hmm. They paid the theater the full price of selling out a theater at $27 a ticket. Um, and so, I mean, everybody sort of made money there, I think. Okay. I, I have no idea how much money they made. I have no clue. But, I mean, people were there. It was almost a full house. That's great. Yeah. I don't think we'll be doing it again just because of all of the problems that we had. But. Yeah. Yeah, some but maybe weird stuff. So our, our marketing person is uh, weird in her priorities. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I was told a story about how she was like there doing something really silly to get ready for that event, and then Dennis was like, "Is the program done?" She's like, "Oh no, not yet." He's like, "Well, yeah, stop doing we this." We have like two days. Yeah, she kept giving people tours of the facility. That was at it. night while we were in rehearsal. Yeah, like what are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then so <laughs> there there was a, a promo video that we shot for the show and she posted it to their website and Dennis is like hey like this is our shit like it should at least go on our website first let alone at all like yeah <laughs> yeah so there whatever is. Ava if you're listening you know step it up yep <laughs> very nice I don't know. I'm I'm sassy. I found a whiskey that is, it's harsh at first, but it feels good after a while. What is, what what kind is it? Monkey shoulder. I've got that. Huh. I've got that. It's a good scotch. It's cool. Yeah. It's but it's it's the first one goes down a little bit rough. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a real heavy one as far as scotch goes. It's not. It's no Scottish scotch. Right. No. It's malt scotch. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. know really what the difference is. It, it's it's you know it doesn't rely on the smoky as much it relies more on the multi peaty. Ah, I find that man, the, that's a great name for a band. Multi peaty. Yeah. <laughs> I find that the ones from Scotland tend to be like way smokier. Yeah. So, if what would you recommend for someone to try as a Scotch for the first time? Because I've been meaning to get a bottle of Scotch, um, but I've never had scotch before i like the monkey shoulder but my my the solid fave is always the 12 year old glenn livet for me glenn livet is delicious i've had an okay. 18 year old once once because mm-hmm. because i'm not trying to spend that much money <laughs> yeah and it's not too bad at uh, your dad's store you're looking at about like 25 for a bottle of the 12 year old oh okay i'll remember that that's yeah, cheaper than bevmo great. i'm looking at bevmo right now and on sale, it's 30, 30 bucks at Bethmo for the twelve year. Mm-hmm. And Costco has it for pretty good prices, but we've talked about this, and you don't have the Costco membership. Yes, you should get a Costco membership just because you like to drink Bullet. At your dad's yeah. store, it's like forty, and yeah, at Costco, it's, a it's like thirty for a handle. Yeah, you know, big ass handle. 
you know, I've really been on this this Angels MB kick. So maybe once I get a little bit tired of that, <laughs> spending so much money on this, then I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But you can start spending your money on Costco instead. Yeah, exactly. For, for now, though. <laughs> Angels and B? What is that? Angels Envy. Oh, Angel Angels Envy. Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, bourbon. I, that might be my next thing. It's pretty good. But it's very, that, one's, that one's pretty expensive. Yeah. I like if bourbon you, more than I like scotch. If you want to try it before you buy it, just let me know. Oh, all right. Yeah, Zach, Zach and I have like every other monthly or something yeah, like that. get together to try whiskeys and whatever. Mm-hmm. We just well, said, now that I'm not in rehearsal anymore yeah. for the next... Although I am doing goddamn soundboard for Annie, so that's that sucks. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> we'll see. But so I should have some some nights free now. Cool. Hope awesome. Yeah, because you won't be busy with the Annie stuff then. For until November. The show, really? Yeah. yeah, essentially. And then Jenny. Well, Jenny just auditioned for Annie tonight. Huh. So, yeah. So we'll see if she gets cast. That I may even have the house free, and we can host it here. Yeah. There you go. Oops. Yeah. They have a tumbler? What's going on? Actually, Who has a tumbler? SCT. What? It's it's just updated with things from James's shows. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there's literally nothing else. I was just trying to go to the regular website. Let's see, cuz it's second night of auditions tonight, right? Yes, and then callbacks will be tomorrow. There were a lot of stage moms waiting right outside the door last night when we left at yep. 5.30. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, are the Annie auditions Is this where the here? auditions are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in an hour. <laughs> we were not really thinking about that as the stage managers for hair, and so we were like, all right, guys, let's leave. And But like normally actors leave their costumes and props and shit out, mm-hmm. and we're like, well... We can't have that now. So we, we covered up all the props. I took in the expensive props, the Zippo lighters and the, the megaphones and, like, the stuff that can't just be easily, you know, like, faked. Yeah. Uh, and I took, I locked them up in the prop room, and then I covered the rest of the props with blankets. And then we were walking, and Jenny's like, hey, should we maybe cover the penises that are painted on the stage we with noticed. the words cocks unite? And I was like, yeah, we should do that. We noticed that first thing this morning. Like, oh, that was thoughtful. Hair covered up yeah. all the dicks before the little Annie's auditioned. It was not. <laughs> I am the dick coverer. That was really sweet of you guys. <laughs> the things oh, you don't think God. of in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot of very colorful penises. Yes, <laughs> one of every shade. In fact, it's a rainbow, and they all have little smiley faces drawn on them. Well, that's very, very cute. <laughs> oh, your book. Okay, enjoy. My wife was just peeking around looking for something, and I was trying to help while not being very helpful at all. <laughs> moving other shit on top of the shit she's looking at. I was just, I was just kind of looking at her, looking at her, looking around. <laughs> <laughs> and then she found what she was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad at looking for stuff. Like it all forms like a a wall of like haze. Like I don't zero in on any item specifically. I'll look over the thing that I'm looking for like multiple times and just not even see it. So are you as bad as, because there's so many people in my life who are like this when they're looking for something. Do you just sort of walk in the same circle? Sometimes, and just kind of look I at get things. Like that, go and open the fridge, even though I'm looking for like the remote. Like it's not in there, but like <laughs> just, I have like four places that I look for things. Oh no! 
so many people oh in my, my life. <laughs> it's like, well, you already walked in that circle, so it's probably not there, right? Maybe, right. Or maybe I'm just not seeing it, because it's probably there, and I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> or at the very least, start picking things up, start looking under things. Right, right. Well, and that, so when we are looking in the fridge, Jenny puts stuff on the top shelf because she can see that from standing. Mm. Uh, the top shelf is completely invisible to me unless I bend down very much. And so often she's like, what do you mean you didn't see it? It's in the, it's in the fridge. And I'm like, no, where? She's like, right fucking here. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> well, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. We had some, some people came over last night. I wasn't, I wasn't here obviously because otherwise we probably would have recorded, but some people came over last night. So luckily the house has been cleaned. So I don't like look around and feel anxiety about, all the things I need to do. Oh, isn't that a fun feeling? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it takes people coming over to get it there. Oh yeah. Like, just like when have you ever had a maid service come over? No, no. I've never been clean enough for a goddamn maid service. Yes, to come yes, over. I know. That's, right? the <laughs> That's the thing. Your house will never be cleaner than the day that you have the maid service come over to clean your house. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. They're like, like, "Why are you even paying me?" <laughs> well, no, because then they go the extra mile, and it's way better than you cleaned it. But you're like, well, I don't want to leave hair in the sink because then they'll think that we're hill people. All right, <laughs> then I guess we should do all the dishes. Yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah, yeah we might as well vacuum. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that's just it. Like it's the revolving like dishes and shit on the counter and vacuum. Yep. Well, Tonight's what? garbage night, so I got to remember to do that. Oh, oh yeah. It's my my thing when I can't sleep is that I just get out of bed and I go in the kitchen and I do the dishes or the laundry or both. Oh, not I. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, if, if I can't sleep, I am fucking getting up and drinking. <laughs> oh, I'm doing that too. <laughs> or getting up and smoking. <laughs> Although it's been over two weeks now since I've smoked and I miss it, but I'm not wow. smoking anymore. How's the, yeah, how's your how's your vomiting? Vomiting, yeah, almost non-existent, which oh, makes me even no. sadder. Just because it's like there's another nail in the coffin of like that was the shit that was been you know was fucking me up. It, it does so like if I I still have IBS and I still get like sort of weird stomach if I eat wrong, mm-hmm. you know, or if I eat like outside of my eating window these past 10 days we've just sort of not had any time for it because of hell week so we've just been like you know doing whatever but uh so yeah i've been having like a little weird stomach in the morning and i've been getting heartburn which i don't normally have anymore mm. um but that's all of the junk food that i've been eating so well, once i go food. back on keto yeah that's, that's junk food and that's also not smoking anymore right doesn't that kind of soothe heartburn no oh i'm wrong no i'm well it it soothes stomach but it more it more gets rid of the satiety that you feel from your food it makes you hungry even if you're not that's why people use it for for cancer because you have no appetite when you're on chemo so sure this makes you yeah 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 interesting oh yeah some people other people are just saying basically no you don't get heartburn from it you just get heartburn from your munchies Correct. Yeah, from from the shit that you eat when you're munching. Yeah, when you're high, and usually for me it's it's carbs, gluten or <laughs> carbs are the things that give me heartburn. If I'm just eating keto and if I'm doing my intermittent fasting, I have zero heartburn. 
me, the big one of the big ones is peppers and onions, and I love peppers and onions, but then oh. yep. <laughs> you have too many, and here we are. Yep. This cat needs to <sighs> leave me alone. I don't, I don't want to pet you. Just to sit there. Stop rubbing me. So I'm sure you've seen TJ. There are little baby kittens for adoption from two sources. From two sources, right? Don't the Vincents have them too? Vincents are the source of those kittens, those four kittens that are posted in the in the hallway. I don't know. No, they are not. Those are different kittens. Those are from Charlie. Yes, but the Vincents now have them from Charlie. I didn't know that part. Bottle feeding them. Yes, Joey has bottle fed them and and box trained them. Um, But they're they're small as mice. Yeah, they're they're really small kittens. Now they're about nine weeks old, but they were eight weeks old a minute ago. Last week. Yeah. I've never known anyone to hear, hey, do you want some kittens? And be excitedly say, boy, yes, I was just looking for some kittens. <laughs> I So the one in the middle, the white one that has like the kind of Rorschachy face mm-hmm. that is called that they have affectionately called no face. Yes. I very much want. Mm-hmm. But Jenny is like, listen, kittens are assholes. And we've just now gotten our cat to the point that he's not an asshole. True. So why are you going to go backwards and do all that? She's yeah. like, plus the landlords don't know about two of our three animals. So maybe we don't get a fourth. <laughs> maybe don't get a fourth. That's, that's fair. Zach, are you it allowed to fair. have animals in your new place? I technically am. It's an additional thousand dollar deposit Ooh, to have an animal. Lord. Yeah. We paid $300 extra to have our animal here. We just never told any of our landlords that we had animals. <laughs> <laughs> And if they find out about it, they find out about it. It's fine. They ne- they never showed up, so it, it it didn't matter. Plus, I don't really want to actually take care of an animal right now, so it yeah. works for me. Like That's... when I was looking at the apartments and I saw the, because like the the animal deposit is more than my actual deposit on the apartment, right? Huh. Right. And which I thought was kind of weird. I figured it would be the opposite, but I well, um, want to make sure you're serious. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so you got a pretty uh, sweet deal on a place then if you're... Well, the deposits, yeah. The well, rent's insane, but the rent's insane oh. everywhere. Yes. Oh, was it like one of those move-in deals, like pay X amount that's, you know, 500 bucks and you move in, or, or like, you know, a month and a... Or do you get like a free month of rent no, you pay like a full No week? free month, but they did prorate it. So oh. since I didn't move in until this this uh, weekend, it got prorated to the I think the eighth was the day they prorated the two. Oh, that's so cool. I, yeah, so I only don't have to pay for the first week of the month. Wow! So I can't believe so you just all of a good. sudden live in a new place. Now we're now I'm thinking about that again. And do you yeah. have <laughs> do you have enough things to your name to like fill? I know. A home? Yeah. What do you What do you need? No. We We no. need to do a housewarming. You know what? Honestly, I've got all kinds of shit I can give you. There's what do you What do you want? N- nothing really. I'm, I want to take it very slowly. Okay. Do I don't want, want to end cat? up with a lot. I definitely do not want. Do not want any animals. Thank you, though, James. I, appreciate I know where there your is offer. a few. I'm just saying. What about a very well behaved tadpole? <laughs> I'll, I'll let it loose into the levee. Okay. <laughs> same, same with the kittens. You know, I'll adopt the kittens and I'll let them loose into the Delta region. And you know, if they live, they live. You yeah. know, they'll become hunters, survivors, yeah. mice gatherers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because I like I should take a picture right now because you guys will laugh at how empty the front of the house is. I but I, I, I do already have a couple pieces of the furniture like on order. Huh. 
see that actually sounds amazing right like i i'm constantly looking at all my stuff going you can't really get rid of you but like i would love to have a, just a fresh slate a clean place to build you know a style because like most of the stuff that i have has been pieced together throughout the years and there isn't really a, a cohesive you know theme or style yeah you know, there's no interior design and it's just where does mm. this fit I'm with My you. My style is basically IKEA, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, another aspect of of the is that James, I think you're in my boat where I never I didn't I didn't go from from you know 0 to 60 from living right. in a room to living in an entire place. I went from living in a room in my parents' house to a room that I shared with someone else. Yep. To a room that I just had on my own. And it like just slowly got bigger and bigger and so I would just slowly increase my stuff and now I have too much stuff. Yep. Yeah, I'm, but I'm you can't get going, rid of it because it all serves a purpose. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm basically going from like the smallest room in my parents' house yeah. to a. I think my apartment's like almost 900 square feet. How are your parents coping? Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah, I, that's amazing. It's bigger than my house. I didn't yeah. want. It's like 850 square feet. I didn't really want one that big. Yeah. But that's what we call like, a first world problem, sir. Yes. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Trust me. Trust me. I know. <laughs> but um, uh, my dad's taking it pretty good. Mom, not so much. Oh, yeah. She slapped me across the face when I mentioned. It yeah. was like, hey, Zach, when do you think you'll move out? And she just like hit me like he's not <laughs> like you don't say that about my baby. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's thrown herself into helping me get stuff for it, so that's helped. Okay, but I guess talking to my dad, I, talking to my dad, I guess last night was was rough for her. No, oh. well, you have to make sure that's you sad. go over there for dinner like all the yes. time. Yes, I already went over. I went over there on my <laughs> lunch hour today to, to hang out with her, and I went over there for dinner tonight. Good, <laughs> good boy. I figure it, for the first couple months, I'll have to do that. Oh yeah. I'm convinced that Jenny's brother has already moved out into an apartment and he just has not told his parents. He's still <laughs> right. there to like shower and like hang out. <laughs> like we're pretty sure. Oh, They're I, joking I, that he's got a family with like two kids. And just... <laughs> I've hilarious. done that many times where I didn't realize it until later, but I was like, wait a minute, I moved out. I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> I didn't even tell myself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, to be young. Yep. <laughs> I would have a the house that's more than 800 square feet. <laughs> it's kind of, it's so stupid. Like the, the bathroom, I'll have to have you guys over at some point. The bathroom is so stupidly big. It's like, <laughs> you I think the bathroom is, saying. I think the bathroom is bigger than my room at my parents' house. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. Well, Zach, it, remember I have secret Hitler now, so you have a great place to play that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once I get a table or a couch I or can... anything besides the two dressers that are in the front portion of the house. Do you want a folding table? A six-foot folding table? Mm, I'm good for now. I have I'll five, five, and I don't need them. Five. I'll let you know. Okay. Um, I'm Honestly, like I'm planning to go to Ikea next week, and I don't think I'm even going to be having dinner here until after that point. Okay. So I don't like I, I don't need one. That's why I haven't like been that worried about it. Like sure. I pretty much get home around but depending on how long I for for the next like week, 
I'm going to be getting home between like 8 p.m. and like 9.30 p.m. So I'm not like going to even really be cooking or anything. It's just very slowly putting things away. I'm taking it very leisurely. Okay. That's awesome. But thank I'm you. I'm jealous. I will keep that in mind. Oh, do you want a fridge? <laughs> I do not need a fridge. Thank okay. you, though. That have, came with the apartment. <laughs> I have two fridges in my garage. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, if they're still working when I move out of here into a place without a fridge, I will let you know. I assume they still work. They've been in a garage for two and a half years now. All right. They probably still work. I'm sure they do. I don't know what yeah, I was going to look I up. Get, once I get like a table and and shit in the front of the house, I will let you guys know. All right. That's also a place that we could do the podcast because I don't have anyone else in the apartment with me. Oh. You should check out Amazon. <laughs> yes, that's I true. just ordered a $60 coffee table. That the top of it like, like is on legs and it hinges, so it like swings up, and there's a little storage compartment underneath. Yeah, I've been. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, just that. No, I, I was just gonna say I've been. I I kind of want to. Before I order anything, I want to go to IKEA just because yeah, talking about the este- talking about the aesthetic, like oh, yeah. all, all of my other furniture is um, like this, um, you know. It's Ikea, so it's not like high-end stuff, but it's painted the same color. So it's like right. if I can go to Ikea angles. and get kind of the same design, yeah. then I'd prefer to do that. But I have been looking on Amazon and a site called Wayfair, uh, oh, which yeah. is like a Wayfair's furniture website great. that my mom loves. And I've learned to love it. So I've uh, been looking between those two places, kind of pricing things out. And then I figure I'll have like a price in mind for the different pieces of furniture I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And then if the price is like reasonable at IKEA, I'll just get it at IKEA. That way, it kind of matches. And if not, I'll just get something that doesn't match as well, but similar from Amazon or Wayfair. I will say, from comparison, IKEA products are much easier to put together than yes. the shit that I put together from Amazon. I break most <laughs> of the things that I put together from Amazon, and then I have to repair them. Yes, but I, it teaches you how things work. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say all the all the stuff I've put together from IKEA has been like a breeze. Yeah, yeah. The we got a roll of like a moving kitchen island that is also a breakfast nook. Ooh, it's very cool. But in putting it together, I broke the countertop off the top of the table part, <laughs> and then I broke one of the stools. I mean, everything works fine now. I have just it's mostly made of wood glue now because I'm always breaking it and fixing it, but it's a great idea. It's a great idea for a product. It just is poorly implemented. I picked it up by the tabletop at one point and it just popped off. I'm like, Oh, well, there's that. Well, now what? Honey, get me the glue. Yep. Yeah, I have a bottle of wood glue in the in my tool cabinet that uh, I have never used for anything else other than fixing this thing. <laughs> I was trying to look for a dining room table a friend of mine had in L.A. I, I thought it might have been from Ikea, but apparently not. It was very cool. It was this table where it had four seats, and all the seats were, like, floating. So they, oh, were, weird. On, they were, like, <laughs> stools on arms. And when you weren't using them, they would stow themselves underneath the table. Oh, okay. Sick. I think I know what you're talking about. So, like, imagine you're pulling out a chair, but instead of pulling out a chair, you're just pulling the seat out that's attached to one of the table legs. 
and that thing was so cool and it was a great little piece for an apartment but i have no idea where she got it and now she lives in london so she doesn't have that anymore I saw something like that on Wayfair, but it was ugly as shit. So I <laughs> said no. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever found. Like it had like chairs that would stow, and it like folded in on itself to be even smaller. But yeah, I'm like this just looks ugly. <laughs> like as functional as it is, like I can't bring myself to get this. Wayfair, what's their what's their whole deal? Online furniture home store for furniture. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not going to sign up for your shit. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of annoying once you sign up. I get emails all the time. But that's where I, I got my, my futon that's coming in the mail from them. Were you able to take your bed from your uh, from your folks place? Yeah, yeah. I, I took everything out of my room. Okay. Let's see. So I'm going to say seats four and see if maybe it's from Wayfair. And maybe it's the one that you saw. <laughs> Hopefully not. I just tossed bunch of shit on me. I, I, I doubt it. I think probably she found this thing at like some gypsies convention or something. It was so cool. Like the whole thing was like heavy too. It was like cast iron and oak. Oh, well. oh shit. They have a lot of options. I got yeah, it. It's crazy. Okay. Rectangular. Duh. Why are there so many options on weight? <laughs> It's almost like it, like almost just like makes me like anxious just trying to look at stuff on there. I know, but that's the best kind of anxious. Like, what yeah. can I do? Yeah, like there's already been times where I've like almost like loaded my cart on Amazon. I'm like, no, this is the, <laughs> what I'm trying to avoid is just buying a bunch of shit just because I have room for it. Let's see. Like I had a surprising amount of shit piled into my my room at my parents' house. Like, I feel like my closet is almost twice the size it was, but it's just as full. And I'm just like, wait, how is this, how is this happening? (laughs) How did you break the news to your parents? Uh, well, they, I brought it up. My dad pretty much was involved the entire time because I knew he would, I don't want to say not care because he does, but I knew that he would take it like fine. Um, mom, with my mom, she, I brought it up a couple of times, just like very, very casually, like, you know, complaining about the prices and stuff like that, or, you know, how, how hard it can be to find ones that, you know, respond or whatnot. So she, she knew I was looking and then my, uh, I was going to wait until I officially got approved to actually break the news, but my dad had mentioned it before I did to her so that's how she found out well Uh, she knew she knew even when she slapped me across the face she didn't think that was going to stop anything she just wished it wasn't true yeah she knew that at some point in the next year it would definitely happen yeah and i I was ready to move out anyways but i also wanted to kind of get them kind of especially my mom used to it because my brother is almost assuredly moving out in within the next 12 months yeah, and Zach is the considerate son, so he wants to have it happen <laughs> nicely first, and then yes. have it happen whatever way your brother's going to do it. Which, even though he's chilled out, I can almost just see him like walking out of the house backwards with two middle fingers up, being like, "See ya, suckers!" <laughs> <laughs> As he turns over the coffee urn, like, <laughs> deal with it. 
<laughs> Bye. See, luckily they, they know what his like schooling plan is, okay. so they, they're all kind of involved with with that. Yeah. Uh, so so I typed in convertible table with stools. Okay. And it shows some things that are very similar to the things that you have described. Okay. One of them is on wheels, and it has little round stools, and it looks like for like a lunchroom at school. Ooh, but they might have been round stools. Oh, interesting. What did you type? Because I kind of tried to do that, too. Just, like, type all the words that might fit. Convertible table with stools. Convertible. I actually just used W stools. I didn't even use with. <laughs> well, you're a renaissance man. You're just... <laughs> All right, and then I think maybe I need to start hitting images because I gotta. F- now I have to find this thing. Yeah, it's an image search, is what I'm in. Just because these are pretty. It was it was a beautiful table, and I loved it. I've seen I'm seeing some though that are really interesting as far as stowaway. Where once oh, you yeah. once you're done having dinner, and you put everything away, it takes up like one square foot, and then when you're ready for dinner again, you pull it out and you have this eight foot long table. Let's take stow away tables with stools. Done. This is super interesting for our listeners who cannot <laughs> see what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah. Those are all just scrolling through Google Images. <laughs> no, 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 I'm doing that too. In case anyone was wondering. Uh, oh man, in my 20s, I couldn't have been bothered with this shit. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this? But now I'm like, this is the most fascinating table. I know, right? <laughs> like, if you'd have told me when I was 20, uh, at 28, I was going to spend more time on sites like Wayfair than any other website. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're, 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 yeah. you're stupid. You're mistaken, so. sir. <laughs> like, are you guys seeing this one where it, it folds down to be like an end table and then you pop up each side and all the four chairs get stowed <laughs> underneath the table? You just go, bop, no. bop. oh, it's amazing. I haven't found one like that. I found one similar, but it only has two, um, two stools from Pure One. Oh, huh? Pier 1 might be the key to this whole thing. I forgot that Pier 1 existed. Oh, Pier 1. Until just now. Here we oh, go. I think I see the one you're talking about. It's a Kinsey Mahogany Brown breakfast table set. Oh. It's open that. But it only has two stools. Well, maybe there are other options. Oh, I see what you're saying. That one's very cool, but no, that's not it. Uh-huh. Okay, but let's try. Listeners, if you are psychically know the table that CJ is referring to, <laughs> please. This is going to drive us crazy until we find out what this is. Please shoot it into the past, and I will find out <laughs> from you what it is. This table, this goddamn table. Zach, while I'm looking at Pier 1, I'm going crazy. <laughs> Why don't you tell me how many bedrooms there are in your house, and if there's more than one, what you plan to do with the second? Only one bedroom. Ah. <laughs> so dead end. <laughs> Sorry, that did not take very long. Um, yeah. What do you yeah. plan to do with it? <laughs> what are you going to do with that it? Question? If I, if I, so as a hypothetical, sure. because I was open to a two-bedroom, if like I could find one that was... Not outrageous. Sure. But anyways, if I had a two bedroom, theoretically, I would move. Honestly, I'd probably take the smaller of the two bedrooms for my yeah. bed, okay. and then use the larger bedroom just for like bookshelves and my desk with my computer and stuff like that. 
in the gaming space. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Zach, yeah, now you're going to be kind of hanging around your house. You probably are going to be able to hop on your PS4 more often. Yeah, probably. Maybe play once some, I, some H1Z1 now and then. Once I, once I get it over, I get a new one or oh. whatnot. Oh, that's right. It was your, it was everyone's. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I was the one that bought it, but oh. like I bought it to like replace for the house breaking down like Blu-ray player. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like if I take it, I, because my dad told me like take it because they don't hardly play it. But I'm like, ooh, kind of feel like shit if I just take it. And I'm like, <laughs> then I have to buy them a Blu-ray player. So then I'm like. Well, I don't have to, but I feel obligated to. Uh, no, I, I would. I was about to suggest so, buying them a Blu-ray player. Yeah, but then I'm like, if I'm gonna do that, I might as well just wait a couple months and save up and just buy like a cheaper, like you maybe use PS4 or something. Really though, how often do they watch Blu-rays? Because everything that I uh, really like watching, I can download or I could buy for, I could rent for four ninety nine. They don't rent any movies. He's a big Blu-ray boy. Yeah, CJ can CJ can testify that he has a, a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays. I got a Sony one that's Amazon's choice for forty dollars. Oh, okay, that's an option. Certified so refurbished, but I don't I don't have uh, like I don't have uh, a TV yet or ah. a um, coffee stand like a TV stand that's that's waiting until I get one like in the next week or two. So, well, see, I, I imagined I, isn't your computer monitor just a television? No, no, oh. I have I have two smaller like computer monitors that I use. Gotcha. So I I have to like get a TV. They say that they want to buy it for me, but they're they're waiting until we get a TV stand because I don't even have like a couch or anything. It's on <laughs> its way, but I'm picturing like a sleeping bag and a milk crate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like. I was I was debating like just whether like, not to take the bed. Whether or not to take the bed, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like thinking like, well, maybe I'll just take like my desk, my bookshelves, my computer, and my camping stuff. There you go. But uh, when I when I lived in Chicago, my mom sent me every now and again uh, some Peapod boxes, which was before there was uh, like Amazon grocery. Uh, so it's Peapod is like a, a website that you can go and order food and then send it, to, you know, to people. So and they send it to you in these really heavy duty cardboard boxes. Uh, and I took four boxes and I made myself a dresser. I literally uh-huh. just turned them on their sides and stacked them. <laughs> and I had my shirt, <laughs> my oh shirts my and underpants sitting in these dressers. That's amazing. <laughs> I. When I was this is when I was a kid, but I went through all kinds of ways to get away from using a dresser because that wasn't cool enough. Oh, of course. <laughs> so first of all, I was I was forever reorganizing my bedroom and putting things in different places and like, well, that doesn't work. Now the bed's going to go over there and like, and I, <laughs> this is like I should have known that I was going to have a troubled life because I would even at age ten, it would be two a.m. and I go, okay, now's the time. I gotta I gotta move this bedroom around. <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> and my mom would come in all like bleary eyed, like, "What are you doing in here?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just rearranging my bedroom. Don't worry about it." Yeah, it's fine. I will go to school tomorrow. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, but um, so <laughs> my first thing that I had for um, storing my clothes was, you know, like grid wall, like metal. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. So I had all these little metal squares with little connectors that made little cubes. 
but you could sort of put them together in anything. Like you could make a big stack of just one, you know, 18 inch cube and, or you could do like rows and blah, blah, blah. So I was always doing that and reorganizing them. But then I thought, you know what the cool kids would do is they'd get this file cabinet. Cause I used to buy furniture at, uh, rummage sales and yard sales <laughs> starting around age 12. So I got a file cabinet, a big six foot file cabinet. And that's where I put my clothes. That's perfect. Cause never mind a dresser with drawers. <laughs> There's also a dresser in the room. There's a dresser over in the corner that I'm just ignoring. We don't that's use you that. Your files. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it is very punk rock. I got this file cabinet and I spray painted it all, um, with silver metallic spray paint. And then I put stickers all over it. And then I would, <laughs> and then I made little labels to go in, you know, like the little metal place in a file cabinet where you label oh, sure. the thing, like A to F and stuff. And I'd like label what was in each drawer. And that's, that's how I lived for a long time is all my clothes. I'm not going to lie. That's cabinet. pretty appealing actually right? now, even like I would do that if I had a file cabinet that was not holding files. <laughs> and the file cabinet is still in my mother's garage. And now and then I look at it, I'm like, you were a good storage tool, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, now I'm just in a dresser again, like a dope. We just, so we took one of our three rooms. We have three rooms, but only one bathroom. So it's not at all set up to have any sort of roommates if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we took one and we just made it into a closet room. So, we, you know, we, we've got all of our hanging clothes in there now. Um, and we're ultimately going to just make it so all of our clothes live in that room, including the dirty clothes. Oh. But that's just an, in progress now. And I might do away with dressers completely because they just take up space and I never, ever use them. <laughs> that's very interesting. I read Marie Condominium's book uh, a couple of years ago, and so it made me really rely on the dresser because I had a new way to organize my clothing. It was How, the, what was the way? It, it was the, the revolutionary the, clothing. The, the t-shirts were the big revolution. She's back to files for your clothes. She was saying basically like everyone like takes, for instance, their t-shirts and they fold them and they put them in a drawer in a, in a stack. And so then when you need to find a shirt, you're just you're through, through the, the stack. stack. She, so her, her method was take the stack and flip it. And then you can go buh, 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 and flip through your t-shirts like they're files. Like a file. Oh, oh. Huh. and then whenever you get your clean clothes, you you pull the drawer out as far as you can. You put the clean clothes all the way in the back of the drawer, so that they're harder to get to. So then oh. you cycle through. Then over the course of weeks and months, you can see you know this shirt's been right up at the front for weeks, and I never ever use it. I've never worn it. So toss that shit exactly, or donate it. And her 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 method involves taking it, holding it in your hands, and mentally saying and thank you for saying your service, you. yeah, and then absolutely. throwing it away. A lot of people have that methodology. In a feng shui book I was reading once, they said to do that. Yeah. What uh, what what is the name of this book? Uh, Marie Condominium. It's uh, the life changing magic of tidying up. That is actually, yeah, that's the book. Yeah. Huh. Which is Take helpful. Take it for service. It's helpful Take a mentally. picture of it if you need it. Yeah. And it's, fucking toss it. It's very mentally helpful because you don't go like, oh, now is the perfect time I could have worn that shirt. Because you take the time to like have that closure instead of like, bye. Huh. I might yep. actually get that book and read it. Yeah. There's another I, good one called uh, 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 It's All Too Much. Something like that. 
I think it's called I saw too much. A cooking show once that advertised making huh. sauces and sauce-like things in a file filing way. Like Wait, you put what? it in a like so like you know something that is like a stew or a soup or a sauce like that's liquidy that will fill any volume of any container that you put it in. You put it in a full uh you know Ziploc or yeah, gallon gallon-sized freezer bag and you lay it on its side oh. so that it's thin and becomes flat like an envelope mm. and then you you can stack them file like and make them vertical and then you can it's a lot easier to save space that way i don't actually do this because i rarely make soups and sauces that was that, that i was gonna say that's solving a problem i don't have but it's a good right. solution yeah. <laughs> yeah for a problem i don't have <laughs> if you did start to have that problem now, Zach, I know that you don't have this this issue yet because you're still trying to fill your home. But uh, in this other book called "It's All Too Much," um, this guy recommends taking a box, filling it with things that you think you might want to get rid of, taping it shut, and just writing on the outside uh, a date to throw it away. And if you don't okay. miss anything by that date, you just toss it. That's brilliant. If by that That's, date you yeah. have not needed anything in the box, and you put it, you know, six months in the future or something. And then by the time you get to the box and you see the date that's already passed, you go, huh, well, okay, goodbye, because you can't let yourself open it and then go, oh, look. See, I know myself. And and the way that that would work is there would be several items in there that I need and can't Mm -hmm. fucking find and just buy a new one of. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a box in the back of my garage that I need to throw away because it is the box – on the day that I sold my pickup truck, I took this box and I filled it with all of the things that belonged to me that were in the pickup truck. And then I put it in the back of my garage. Now, I sold my pickup truck in May of 2016. Really? Yes. I oh, missed that truck. I didn't realize long. it's been that long. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's been over two years. So I don't actually need anything in that box except one thing. There's one thing I need, but I know it's there, and I have wished I had it in my hands ever since. It's just hard to get to at the back of the garage. But it's... Uh, what is the thing? Around Cinco de Mayo, at one point in the the grocery store in Lockford, Jose Cuervo had this promotional booth set up. And they would take a picture of you wearing a sombrero, print a new Jose Cuervo label with your picture on it instead of the Jose Cuervo picture, and put it over this Jose Cuervo bottle, then you got to buy it, and then you had a bottle of Jose Cuervo with your face on it. Oh, that's brilliant. So, it's that. It's my empty bottle of Chris Cuervo (laughs) that I want want on my shelf, but uh, it's in the back of the garage because it was just in my truck. You should give that as a gift to someone. Someone that you only kind of like a little bit. I could give it to my friend Jesse, who bought all of the Jose Cuervo pinatas that they had around that promo booth. Because <laughs> Jose Cuervo packed up and left, and they just kind of left these pinatas sitting around. So he went in the next day, and he was like, hey, can I buy these from you? And they said, well, we were going to throw them away. Will you just take them? And he said, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> and so now he has four Jose Cuervo pinatas. Oh, that's amazing. Man, what can you fill those with that would be slightly inappropriate but not unsafe? Um, airplane, plastic airplane bottles of whiskey. Oh, Done. Perfect. Nice. That is perfect, yeah. Have you been thinking about this? No, it just <laughs> like popped into my head. It's popped into my head. Because I feel like still, like you probably don't want to bash those too hard. 
you know. Not too hard. <laughs> but they're very old pinatas by this point, so. The I'm last like... pinata that I partook in was for one of uh, Jenny's brother's kids. And they had made it so well. Like, it was such a well-constructed pinata. It took all of the adults with no blindfolds to fucking break this thing. Really? Like people were just whacking it, and it was just still there. It was just not even fucking giving. Was it a custom-made one, or what What was it? What? No, it was one from Food for Less. <laughs> was... Wow. That makes it even funnier. Oh, my yeah. God. James, were you there for my gender reveal? I think so, in the park. Yeah. Yeah. We made that one, and it broke pretty easy. I hit it probably four times. What would you make it out of? Uh, just paper mache, newspaper and glue. No wiring? Uh, not inside, no. Because it was a circle. So we just had a balloon, uh, and then we made a circle, and... Smart. That was the end. How did you How did you fill it? A uh, friend. Or, uh, okay. Because like, places you when... You guys the, know. Uh, different the places when they do the ultrasound and they see the gender, they have you look away when they figure it out. Then they can write it. This is common practice at this point. They write it down, they stick with it in a sealed envelope, give that to you, and then you just give the sealed envelope to whoever you want to fill the pinata or whatever you're doing. So we gave a pinata and a bunch of blue and pink confetti to our friend with the sealed envelope and she filled it and showed up with it that day. I'm talking. Awesome. Right? Okay, yes, oh. I'm talking. I had yeah, muted so I oh, could. Oh, James is gone. Oh, James is gone. I had snorted, so I muted <laughs> to snort myself around, and now I there's. How do I get James back? James. He's in my favorites. I never put him there. James. I'm calling. Somehow I left you guys just now, but oh. I joined just now. I'm super confused Whoa. with what happened. My phone was my phone was dead. Not oh. dead. The screen just went black. Huh. But it's been black. I literally did nothing. Stupid iPhone. Oh, oh, speaking of iPhones, I have something to rub in Zach's face. What's up? Um, so iOS 12 is coming out next week. Okay. Which means that the beta version of iOS 12 is strong enough to download. Oh, interesting. Because betas are always a little hinky. Right. Like, if you have an old phone, you don't want to download an operating system for that phone that's too advanced. And you don't want to download the first version of the beta version of an operating system because that could just kill your phone. Something could go wrong. It's beta on purpose. So, with with it coming out next week, they've ruled out a lot of kinks. Blah, blah, blah. I have iOS 12. Uh, in iOS 12, something that comes with my phone, just standard, is a measuring tool. Oh, that's awesome. That's badass. With my camera, I can select a point and then select another point, and it tells me down to the fraction of an inch how far away those two points are. Perfect. We were just talking the other day about how I would need one of those. Yeah. need that exact thing. So they're going to announce their new phone on the 12th, right? Uh, Not tomorrow, but the next day. Yeah, tomorrow's September 11th. Yes, so Wednesday. Perfect. Perfect. So I'm going to wait until that, and I'm going to see if I can leverage that into a new phone for my fucking myself and my wife. Oh, yeah. It's the iPhone NXS. Hmm. What does it do? It's the it's the iPhone X, but it's the XS. But when you look at it, it's spelled XS. And uh, so the joke right now is that it is excessive. So it is the iPhone uh, XS. 
I'm all about access, though. What what special features is it going to give me? What magic can I have? So far, the scuttlebutt is one of the biggest pieces of magic is you can put two different SIM cards in it so that for all the oh. people whose work gives them a phone, they can yeah. save a little money and be like, here's a phone with two SIM cards. You're up to your own. You have to get your own personal SIM card, but then we'll give you our work number SIM card, and you can have that on the same phone. That is a perk. It is a perk. It's not a I perk not that really applies to any of us, but right. it is. It's it's a good idea, and it's a really good business model. Instead of companies going, well, we can't afford to give everyone iPhones, so we're going to give everyone the cheapest phone possible so that they can have two phones. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, I don't see that really happening that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, the camera's going to be better overall. This one, there's not, there's not a lot of excitement. A lot of the things that they that people were thinking maybe they would do are not happening because that was silly for them to think that that would happen in a year. Like what? Um, like a fingerprint sensor that is embedded into the screen so it's not visible. Okay. Oh, that would be badass. Yeah. It would be badass. It's a it's a fantastic idea. It's uh, it's about three years, you know, yeah, outside of possibility, way. but it's it's a great idea. They're probably going to make the notch a little less than it is on the iPhone 10, which having an iPhone 10 for about eight months now, it's not something that I even think about ever. What is the notch? The notch is that my entire phone's front is a screen except for a like quarter inch by two inch notch at the top where the speaker for the phone is gotcha. and where the front facing cameras are. So you don't have a home button anymore. You just I have a not. screen. I, yes. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. I love not having a home button, actually. That's a perk. The thing that I'm looking forward to the most is the facial recognition. It's I have amazing. A, a friend who just who in his car will just glance at his phone and it activates. Yep. And I'm like, that's scary, but that's badass. I'm going to send both of you guys. There's a new thing called Memoji. Uh, Zach, have you heard of Animoji? No. Okay, so Animoji is this thing with the facial recognition on the iPhone 10, where it pulls up common um, emojis, emoji faces. Okay. So let me cycle through them. You've got monkey, robot, cat, dog, alien, fox, poop, pig, panda, rabbit, chicken, unicorn, lion, dragon, skull, <laughs> bear, tiger, koala. Whoa, that's a new one. Looks like a T-Rex. Ghost. Okay, so all of these. <laughs> I, got, I got your picture. Or your gif, actually. <laughs> it's oh. It's a little video. Yeah, it would have sound if I had made any sound. <laughs> but look, look at the eye twitch. Yeah, that was, was actually that you happening. actually doing that. Oh my god! Through facial mapping, it that's amazing. Yeah, matches what my face is doing. So first, you were able to only do the emojis, and you were able to be like a dragon or whatever, and like talk to people and send a little video. Now you can go in and do like like remember a me on the Wii, the the first Wii system. Yeah, you can basically make a me. Moji, that's like really specifically, you know, you you make a little caricature of yourself that's an emoji, and then you can send people videos where it maps your face and you can like make faces and sounds and whatever, and it talks to them or however. It's amazing, and it's just I, gotten better. 
I only see ways to use this for nefarious purposes. Uh, mostly nefarious because I stuck my tongue out. The tongue is the big yeah. thing. In iOS 11, the <laughs> tongue the tongue did not work. Next, they'll be able to add hands and faces, and that's a whole new series of gestures. Yes. And this is all the, the fact that like everyone's always talking about how VR is basically here, and it's it's never... It, they've been saying this for 15 years. Um, AR is the way of the future. Augmented reality is the way of the future because there are more practical uses for it, like my measuring app. Yeah. That's augmented reality. That is not virtual reality. Because unfortunately... Because it uses a real setting that you're in. Yes. And it changes it based on... Yeah. And it augments it. Whereas right. virtual reality, like in the best case scenario, you're still sitting in a chair. In a computer buttons. room. Yeah. Yeah. Computerized graphics of shit. Yeah. I used to go to a lot of air shows as a kid. And I remember even in the air shows, you know, 18 years ago, um, it was very cool that you could go into these flight simulators where it was this thing that would like go, you know, like pretend like you were in a flight and you felt like you were flying. But in all actuality, if you, if you stopped staring at the screen and you looked around, you were just sitting in a chair. Right. And the chair may or may not have been moving. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Even with the full, like, 360-degree motion chairs, like, you're still in a chair and it's moving. Yeah. Like, Harry, Harry Potter World in uh, Universal, some amazing virtual reality that they do where it, like, feels like you're flying on a broomstick through Hogwarts, and it is absolutely amazing. But if you look even just slightly beyond where they're trying to make you look, you're like, oh, they're just, like, blowing air at me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting on a chair and they're showing me a video. Yeah, and I'm back in fucking Days of Thunder at Great America where all the chairs are moving and everybody's legs are flipping, but it's just one screen. Or what was that one? In, was it in Disneyland Star Tours? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Tours, mm-hmm. Which I'm now effectively too old to do. It fucks with me. I get real bad motion sickness. Oh, oh really? Interesting. Which, did I tell you my doctor thinks I have a mild case of vertigo? Huh. Yeah. So, which has been adding to the, the you know, vomiting, yeah. Yeah. Do they know what what was causing it or the vertigo? Yeah. No. Um. I have a. He thinks a possible nerve impingement, and I have a bunch of like really tight neck muscles. Mm-hmm. Um. But he thinks it could be inner ear fluid or something. He gave me some exercises to do that are really difficult. Basically, I'm supposed to make myself dizzy for five minutes a day. Oh my god! Supposedly, it's gonna you know make it better. So yeah, I have to turn my head real fast and let the room melt and then when it stops melting I turn it real fast the other way and then when it stops melting I sit up and face the way that my head is already facing hmm. and then and do that until I stop falling over this adds up to something I've always kind of thought about vertigo that I ha- it's based on no actual evidence at all so feel free to tell me that I'm incredibly wrong, but um, <laughs> I've always felt that vertigo was kind of like a muscle where if you're not constantly checking it, if you're not constantly like flexing your anti vertigo muscle where you're like skiing and parachuting, but, but even like the lesser of those kinds of things, like sliding down the pole on the hair set all the time, things like that. Right. Right. It seems like the, the further you get away from that, maybe the easier it is to feel terrible when things like that happen. I mean, that makes sense. 
but it's it's like it gets worse as I get older, if that makes sense. No, yeah, and like I said, this is based on nothing at yeah, all. Except... <laughs> generally, from what um, I remember learning about it, it's generally related to imbalances in the inner ear. Interesting. Right. Like okay. in terms of the uh, the fluid pressure and all that with the inner ear. Okay. Okay, and that could absolutely change as you get older. I mean, well, yeah, I might be gets thicker. I might be seeing some of these effects. I when when we went we went to Europe. Um, I've flown before we went to Europe. I've flown, you know, not hundreds of times or anything. Probably Dozens, under, under twenty times. Yeah, over a dozen. Um, but then when we went to Europe, there was a couple of takeoffs, and I think I know what caused it. I'll tell you after. But there are a couple of takeoffs where I was like, "Oh my god, I." we're gonna die just <laughs> everything is terrible but then uh it, we're just it, and for some i was like the, i've never felt like this about flying like i've sat in the window seat and just stared out the window the entire time many times in my life especially as a kid but i think that um i know what it was because at some point on reddit i saw something about a very specific type of takeoff that happens especially if you're going a short distance Ah, uh, yep. So, like, I didn't get this going from SFO to Dublin. Right, because the angle. But I did get it, yeah, because of the angle. Cause I, but I did get it going from Dublin to London and then from London back to Dublin, which are very... Because you got to get real high real quick. Exactly. So, for those takeoffs, I'm pretty sure based on a video I saw on Reddit of, like, something that apparently is a very normal way to take off, where instead of, like, going, like... Oh yeah, we're just slowly meandering up in the air, and we're rising at first at maybe you know twenty feet a second or something. Where that's <laughs> it's not really that bad, but then like it felt like we basically went from sitting on the ground to pointing straight up in the air. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> that's how it felt. I know that's not actually how it was, but that's absolutely yeah, how it felt. Though. Yeah, looking at these videos, it is. It was crazy. And so looking at these videos, I was like, ooh, that is what I experienced. And that is why I thought we were going to die. Airplane takeoff scary? <laughs> Let's see what we got. Videos, probably. Um, and I'll turn off the sound so you guys don't have to hear it. But Thank you. For our <laughs> listeners at home. Yep. So I'm going to go forward. Yes, you're going down the runway. I understand that. And then they, oh, this yes. is a video taken from inside of the plane. Yes. Ah, this is exactly what I experienced. Okay. Now let's check the comments. Yes. Short, short, uh, flights have a much higher climb in a much shorter amount of time. Have you ever ridden, uh, a six seater? Or a small, small plane? I flew, it, not a six-seater, but this was still scary. So you know how, like, big commercial airliner, especially, like, a transatlantic kind of thing, yeah. they always have at least three different rows. Not, yeah, sure. So, or whatever they are. Always, well, that's a 747 with yeah, three rows, right? But that's but that's the most common in this day and age and probably has been since the 80s of having the, like... Like two seats, and then at worst, two seats, three seats, two seats. 
See, I've only actually ridden in one of those one time. Most of the planes that I've been in have had one aisle with two seats on each side. So I most of my flights have been to Europe, so that we, we were in big boys. But yeah, I was going to say I, I had never been in a plane with three rows, like three like um, three rows of seats. It's either like small regional ones where like James of the aisle with two seats on each side. Mm-hmm. Or slightly bigger ones with the one aisle and three seats on each side. And that's totally what we did for the London-Dublin flights. But one time, the one time we flew from New York to Amsterdam on a plane that had on one side of the aisle one seat, on the, on the other side of the aisle two seats. And it oh was the God. tiniest plane in the world. But apparently we got a good deal on it or something. But yeah, oh, we, yeah. we flew from New York to Amsterdam on that thing for whatever, ten hours. And it was Jesus. scary. That would be I awful. Yeah. Flew to Utah on one of those. It was very scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like what I flew on from like Montana to Seattle. But I can imagine yeah. going over the Atlantic and that. Yeah. Yeah, Brian and I did that from from uh, Montana to Seattle as well. One of those little boys, like two on each side, which is normal for yeah. the small those small flights. Those little. Yeah. But no, I've never been any in anything that didn't seat more than fifty people. I don't think I have. I, okay. Like, even so, my small regional ones, I think, fit like 50 to 70. People have told me that I am making this up or that I'm confused about what's happening. But I have taken a red eye flight several times, and I, twice, in fact. <clears throat> and I remember specifically the, both times, the, uh, there was an announcement that they were going to go ahead and lower the cabin pressure just a little bit to help us sleep. Is that what? a thing that happens? What? Right? What? Yeah. I've never... I'm, well, I've never been on that many late-night flights, but I've never been on a flight where they said that. But it was, like, like dead-ass, like, every single person on the plane was asleep, except for me. I woke up a couple of times, like, to just, you know, check, because I was anxious or whatever. Yeah. Is that weird? Is that... Um, I'm looking was at... Was I part it. of some sort of government experiment? I'm looking at an article... It says, why planes make humans practically narcoleptic, which is the exact opposite for me. I cannot sleep on a plane. Is it because yeah, of so I've many other people, or is it because of... I, I, I can't point to anything about it, but I can tell you every time I know I cannot sleep on a plane. Um, something about cabin pressure in general in planes makes people fall asleep. But so, okay, are they, do they have the ability to lower the cabin pressure? So me and CJ might, yeah, me and CJ might be reading the same article. Inverse.com? Yes. Yeah. So they have a range that they keep it at. Huh. Huh. All right. And the range is at, at the lowest is above Denver. Hmm. And it seems like from the same article, I don't know if you've gotten to this point yet, it seems like in the middle of that range is when the amount of oxygen maybe starts to drop in the blood. And at that point, you start to feel more tired. So if they don't keep it lower and they let it go up a little bit, then you may be getting less oxygen, and so you fall asleep easier. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they have that fine of control over it, where they can be like, okay, we're going to go from... Keeping it at like sixty five hundred to seventy five hundred to make these right. assholes sleep, you know. I don't huh. know. See, I've been, I mean, if I've, I were a midnight pilot, I would do that shit. I've been on planes that took off at you know midnight for and then flew for fourteen hours, and I was not able to sleep. 
just because I, I just can't. I, and there's something you're about not in control of the vehicle. Well, it could be that, but I think it's something about the cabin pressure. It just makes me antsy. I have to get up. Yeah. I get up every thirty minutes, and I go pretend to pee because that's the only socially acceptable thing to do on a plane if you need to get up. Again, you don't smoke. Both of the times yeah. that I was in, yeah, I absolutely. I was like, I'm gonna get as high as I can before going yeah. this flight. No, I've tried it. I tried getting hammered. I mean, I got I got so hammered before a couple of these flights around, you know, going to Ireland this summer. And it just was like, nope, I'm now I'm sober and now I <laughs> am going to watch 11 movies and get up every 30 <laughs> minutes to pretend to pee. Just go yeah, stand in the gonna bathroom. Yeah, you're not going to pay $300 to get drunk on a yeah, I can only imagine. Oh yeah, no. So we we went to duty free um and we bought bottles of whiskey and then we just had them and we kept asking for free bottles or free cans of ginger ale (laughs) Um, that's a good idea (laughs) yep and so we had we had our little bottles of jameson that we were drinking from and put them with the ginger ale we yeah we i mean we were getting drunk but i still couldn't sleep yeah for me drunk does not mean sleep hammered like (laughs) i'm gonna maybe throw up and pass out yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'll sleep. There's a weird balance with drunk. Like, I can have one drink of wine at the end of a long day and pass the fuck out. I don't even finish the glass. Yeah. But if I have three, I'm like, woo, party! (laughs) (laughs) This goes with my theory that there are upper people and downer people. Yeah. So, like, uppers and downers, yes, they work basically the same on most people. But but there, there are upper people where they take uppers and they're up. And then there are downer people where they take downers and they are up. Yep. And I'm a downer person. See, and that's why it's so weird to me that you don't like wheat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too many it's too many nights getting too high. Staring in the mirror for an hour. Just standing in the bathroom, staring at myself in the mirror for an hour and hating everything I saw. Oh man, you've never done mushrooms. <laughs> I don't play it too. They warn you. <laughs> They warn you not to look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Because it fucks with you. Yep. It fucks with you a lot. Like, you see a demon, or you see, like, every single pore on your face, like, magnified a thousand times, and you're like, that's what I look like? This is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's weed for me. It just, like, it t- it gives me too much introspection into, like, am I a good person? And then I think about it too much, and I go, no, I'm a terrible person. I'm the worst person. No one will ever love me. Except and, for the people who love you. Right. <laughs> yes. No, that's not the part that enters my mind. I just think about how no one will ever love me, and everyone who does is either faking it or wrong. Or confused. Yeah, yeah. or confused. <laughs> like Maybe I've lied to them too much. And <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Oh, my God. How to stay awake on a plane. How is that an article? Uh, yeah, I've never heard of someone that wants to. I wish I could Go the sleep. other way. How to go to sleep on a plane. Well, the, there's no articles about that. <laughs> Seems like most people don't have that issue. <laughs> How to sleep on a plane. All right, what do we got? WikiHow with their great little uh, pics. Uh, Jenny says that they will, on a side note, back to our previous discussion, that they will raise the temperature in planes to make people go to sleep. Yes, I felt this. That's why I get my I deploy the fan. It's controversial. It's a controversial technique. It is. I am all about the fan. I deploy yeah, that fan I right hate, away. I hate people. I hate when they raise the temperature. God. 
I can't stand stagnant air. Yeah, I can't stand hotness. And I don't sleep well on, you know, in general, I don't sleep well when it's hot. If it's cold, I sleep like yeah, a rock. Yeah, same here. That's the best sleep you'll ever have. If your face is freezing, but mm-hmm. you like you're warm inside of a blanket, that's yeah. the most perfect. Avoid Because there's something about the, the blanket protecting you from the outside elements that adds to a sense of comfort. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's why, yeah. like, weighted blankets are a thing now, I think. Well, and I also think that's because there are a lot more people on the spectrum than anyone realized before. <laughs> I just need a hug. Need a hug machine. Thank you, Temple Grandin. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys watched that movie, Temple Grandin? No. It's uh-uh. a stellar performance by Claire Danes, and it also brings light to a lot of of issues that autistic people face. Hmm. She was one of the first, like, publicly, like, acknowledged autistic people, but she also like was kind of a savant. And so she revolutionized the cattle industry, of all things. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, like her whole thing is like she sees like life in pictures. And so she was able to realize that the cows, that the way that they were loading cows into the, the trucks and stuff was really traumatic to the cows. And so she she like patented and built these like like circular flowy troughs that the cows go into and then they get they get narrow and then they they lead them down a you know a, a wa- washing path you know and all this um but like it's a great movie it's really well done by claire danes like hmm. she like had like she designed a hug machine when she was a little child um because she realized that she was different but her mom was like yeah well fuck that you're gonna figure out how to make it work like a normal person um and so sometimes she just needed a hug so she like gets on her hands and knees and like there's a blindfold attached and like this thing just like squeezes her and makes her feel safe hmm. on one of the podcasts i listen to uh there's this this guy named john roderick who's the lead singer of the long winters he was the keyboardist for harvey danger he's like a music guy okay but he's also he's six three 250 pounds he's a big big guy and he was telling the story about his daughter and there was this little boy in his daughter's class who was always like hitting people. And he was like trying to talk to his daughter about it. Like he, he was like, he didn't like that his daughter was going to school and getting hit by this kid. But before he flew straight to the teacher to talk to her about it, he was like trying to really get like a lay of the land from his daughter about the situation. And he was like, oh, so you don't like this kid? And she goes, no, I like him. He's, he's my friend. He just, sometimes he hits me. And he's like, I don't, get this i don't understand that yeah so he finally (laughs) he finally went to the teacher and he talked to the teacher and the teacher was like you know he's 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 got some issues he just sometimes that's how he expresses himself is just by hitting people out of nowhere and no one knows why but um then the teacher started saying to him when she would see him she'd be like hey can you go give you know the hitting kid can, can you go give him a hug like the first time she said this can you go give him a hug right now And he's like what are you talking about a, is that allowed? B, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> yeah. And she's Are we like, doing this? And, and so she's like, it seems like, and we're talking about like a five, six-year-old kid. She's like, it, it, it really seems right now like what he could do with is a big, you know, a big, strong hug, like a big, strong, loving hug from a big, strong man. And he's like, are you sure this is allowed? She's like, yeah, absolutely. So he goes over and he's like, hey, kid, do you know, come here. You know, putting his, his, I'm gonna his, hug you. Yeah, <laughs> put his hands up for a hug, and the kid comes over and he hugs him, and he's like, and I just felt this tense kid come in and hug me, and then like all of the tension just fell out of his body, 
Because for whatever reason, that's what he needed was a big, strong man hug. That's deep. Because he was about to go hit some kids. That's deep, dude. Right? And he's like, yeah, so that's like now that's part of my job when I go pick up my daughter is sometimes the teacher say, hey, can you go hug the kid? And he goes, yeah, I can. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I feel like nowadays, though, you'd need a like permission slip from that kid's parents. They're they're in Seattle, so everything's a little like kooky. Oh, they're super liberal. Yeah, Seattle's Seattle's like the liberal, like the the liberal paradise. Portland thinks that they are, but they have too many no. hobos. Uh, Seattle's the actual liberal paradise because it's the NPR listeners who you know pay their mortgage. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so like that that that's the whole thing now. And I just ever since he I heard him tell that story, I was like, yeah, I can imagine being that kid. I can imagine certain points in my childhood where someone giving me a big, strong man hug would have stopped me from making some pretty stupid decisions. No, not I just, Hey buddy, just <laughs> calm down. Come over here. Calm down. Just take a second. You don't need to think about anything. We're just going to hug. And then you just go about your day. No, that would have just made me feel really guilty about the shit that I was about to do. <laughs> so you got a lot of forethought into the yeah. misbehavior. <laughs> I'm I'm riddled with guilt always, like like as if I were Catholic or Jewish. It's bad, but now I'm like it doesn't stop me from doing stuff. I just know that I'm going to feel real bad about it later. <laughs> <laughs> I have things like that. I just don't tell anyone about them. So then I forget about them, and then they don't exist. Right? Exactly. Why would they? Yeah. There's no record. Oh, oh! I have news. I have high school reunion news. That's uh, pretty hey. funny. Oh yeah. So I paid uh, whatever I paid, something like seventy-five, eighty bucks for the tickets for my wife and I to go to our high school reunion this coming Saturday. And it was going to be at this like big ballroom at one of these hotels in town. It was going to be a whole thing, but apparently people just aren't buying tickets, so they downgraded the venue to uh, the jazz room at Valley Brew. Ha! Perfect. <laughs> well, here's the first question that somebody asked. Someone that's our our good friend. They're like, "So, are you going to refund half of the ticket prices, or are you going to have an open bar?" Because <laughs> those are the two options at this point. They're like, "Oh, come on! What are you being sassy about?" But it's like, like, no, it's a known fact. It costs three hundred and fifty dollars to rent that room for the night. Yes. And even on the nights where they have Elvis there, it's a $10 cover. Yeah. So where the fuck is the rest of the money going? I just paid a fifth of the rent for the room Yeah. for and two people to come. Cameras? If, yeah, if no. there's more than 10, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> like, what the fuck else are we paying for? Who's getting this yeah, money seriously. when it's all <laughs> said and done? What's going on? Maybe it's catered, but even then... 80 is a little high to go to the jazz room at Valley Brew. I could just show yeah. up. I could... Some beer should be provided or some food at least, at the yeah. very least. Yeah. But it doesn't change my plan of coming armed with a flask and being ready to duck out into the bar. That was my plan at the hotel. And it's still my plan. <laughs> so wait, plan. can I go and meet all of your high school friends? Might as well. No, god damn it, I'm going to be in the middle of a show. Oh, motherfucker. yeah, you will. Yeah, it's, seven, <laughs> it's at 7 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, I will. It'll be... In an hour, you'll be telling everybody to stop looking at dicks. <laughs> False. Look as much as you want. You're arrested now, pervert. I'm going to start calling the audience members perverts. See I think how that's they a like. good idea. 
<laughs> By the way, Jay, so fully yeah. support you. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to actually get up and walk with me out, but nobody yeah. does. They just look at me like we're just kind uh, of stared. We were we were landlocked. We were like deep in the middle section. Yeah. But, I saw you. Yeah, but but Zach, the first act ends with a bunch of the crew coming in dressed as police. But James Two is of the us, only actually, one. Me oh, and Howard. You and Howard. But James is the only one who talks, and he's yelling like, "All right, everybody, you're all you're under, under arrest yeah, for exactly. watching naked people in the park. Come on, come with me. Exactly. Come on, yep. you." And he like po- <laughs> he pointed at some old ladies like, "You get up and come with me." And she just kind of looked she, at him, and so he says something like, "She knows what she did." She knows right. it's intermission. Yeah, they that's know right. it's intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I didn't write that at all. Fucking one day the director was just like, hey, so we need a cop to speak some lines. Do you want to be it? And I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> I don't really, but I'm not going to really say no. Like it's, you know, I'm already here. So whatever. Yeah, it's fine. One of the crew members asked me, he's like, hey, James, do you think one night I might be able to be the cop? And I was like, uh, buddy, like no. that is a question for the director. Also, the question for the costumers who have fitted me with a police jacket. So, no, I don't think you can. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you think I can come out there and, uh, you know, make some shit up sometime? Fucking. And so and then this. So the other guy is he's. Uh, Howard is his name, and yeah. he's a very, very slight man. He's very small, right? So uh, Howard was not at the show on time yesterday. Hmm. Uh, he he had been he, right. He had a minor car accident, and so I mean he's fine, but like he was not there, right? And so here's this dude who wanted to come and do this again, and he's bigger than me, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, so so am I, am I, am I just gonna wear wear Howard's coat? And I was like, no, you're not, dude. <laughs> Like you literally <laughs> cannot fit into Howard's coat. I'm sorry, right? But so, and then one of the other tech people were like, "Oh, well, Eric can do it. He can just wear Howard's coat." And I was like, "You really think he can fit into Howard's coat? Into a coat that fits Howard? Like Howard, the man is five foot two. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, come on. He's a skinny no, Asian guy. Cannot. Like he's he's, the... a, he's a very small Asian guy. He's a dentist. Yeah. Not that dentists are a specific size, but like for reference. <laughs> It's also very funny that he's now this big crew guy. Yeah, he's like there at every show. He's like the deck manager. Because Zach, he's 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 a dentist whose daughter was halfway interested in theater and did the children's program once a year, and okay. somehow that translated into now he crews every show all season. He is honestly one of the most reliable fucking crew members that there is. He's a fantastic he's, individual. He's yeah. there every time. He's there before me a lot of the time, and he sweeps the stage without me asking him. He's a, he's a super nice dude. Okay, here's what sums up Howard in one sentence. One day, uh, the last show we were doing, there was uh, a box of oatmeal raisin cookies in the green room. And he was super duper excited that they were his favorite cookie and that there's a bunch here. And I was like, I'm like, Howard, those are literally the least exciting cookies since the history of cookies have happened. Oh, like oatmeal shit. raisin. He was like, really? <laughs> but they're so good. He had no clue. They and are, they're great for yeah, your teeth. Exactly. Exactly. That's, he was super excited about that. That's something I, oh, that's, a, that's a tip I always give people because healthy food tends to be better for your teeth. So like a tip I give people, if you're like, Hey, I'm hungry enough for a snack, but I don't want my breath to stink when I go do this thing. My tip is oh, always, 
Well, not oatmeal raisin. It's pick up an apple. Ah. Yep. Eat an apple whole. It will clean your teeth. Your breath will ta- will smell at worst like apples. And there you go. You don't need to worry about like it's having amazing. Snickers all over your oh. mouth when you show up to your job interview. You just might have a little bit of apple skin in your teeth. Right. <laughs> but it's so fibrous, apples, that they clean your teeth as you take a bite. Every time you take a bite, your teeth are oh, cleaner. Yeah. I uh I saw or, or I listened to an uh, NPR article a while ago, and it changed my life forever with regards to apples. Hmm. The apple core is a myth that started happening in the twenties era, like Prohibition, when there became cartoons. There was like specifically with relation to like the depictions of clowns, hmm. uh, because of it was it was more of a commentary on the affluent people in America, like wasting food, right? So there is oh. no such thing as an apple core. Right, and in fact, so so now I eat the apple asshole first. Which what? so like the, the, there's a, there's a couple of fibers in the middle of the apple that is that are harder than the rest, but literally after one chew, it's all the same texture, so you can't tell. So the the bloom part on the apple, which I always refer to as the asshole, is how I eat an apple now. Like the only part that I don't eat is the seeds because they contain trace amounts of arsenic. Cyanide. Cyanide. Thank you. Um, but oh, the rest I think of the, I see the article you're edible. talking about. Holy yeah. shit! Completely edible. No, it makes sense. I always cut out the seed parts because it's quicker than like picking out each individual seed. Right. So right. my my usual way to cut an apple is I cut it into eighths. But before I go eighths, I go quarters, and I just cut out the portion that contains seeds, and then I throw that huh. away, and then I just eat the rest of it. No, I'm one of these. I'm one of these wasteful people. I normally, <laughs> I normally don't cut them. I just start eating from the outside, and once I start eating near the center, I I keep going. Oh yeah, the apples are one of my as one of my top foods. I'm pretty consistently uh, eating apples and peanut butter and jellies. I oh. ate one of each. I miss today. apples on keto. I miss apples and oranges the most. You can't mm. eat those on keto because sugar. No. Yeah, correct. Because of the sugar content. Interesting. Zach, remind me how to get back to the... Oh, there it is. <laughs> Couldn't find where you sent the link. Huh. I know that I have to be careful about my dog when I'm eating an apple because cyanide um, is tougher on dogs than it is on humans, so if they get the seed in them, it could it could be really bad. If you eat your apples whole, you are a hero. What? That is... Those are large words. Yeah, that's... <laughs> if you do not, you are barely alive. Excuse me. What the fuck does that even mean? Right? What does it save, really? <laughs> what do you think an apple core is? What's the thing we threw away? It is a ghost. If you eat your apples whole, you are a hero to this ghost. If you do not, you are barely alive. Come experience vitality. <laughs> yeah also the tree cries when you cut it yeah so fucking let's hug the tree and make it feel better no well might as well bullshit. just go eat soy garbage i don't know look my whole thought is if i <laughs> eat the food so silly. it gets wasted anyways it turns into literal <laughs> shit if i don't eat the food it gets wasted and it gets turned into literal shit but it's yeah. shit that can be used by something else I have a right, compost so pile. What's better? 
I have a compost pile, but also like I have I have so much food that I have every intention of eating. I have very good intentions. I'm going to eat this food, and then eventually I don't eat the food and I throw it away. That's that's the part that needs addressing. It's not right. me throwing away an apple core. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it is now, you bastard, you motherfucker. <laughs> Let's uh, ah. Anyway. I almost just poured myself a fourth whiskey. I had decided <gasps> against it. <gasps> <laughs> I had one before we started and two during the course of our conversation. Oh, wait. Just still requested. People are dicks on Instagram. Okay. So I'm going to tell you guys a little a little thing about me. Part of it is that I am a terrible person who's always hemming and hawing about how I feel about life. Um, but another part is that even though I deleted everything recently, I don't have almost any of the internet accounts I used to have. Today I decided, you know what? I'm going to give Instagram the old college try and I'm just going <laughs> to be an Instagram your first boy. mistake. <laughs> Jokes on you. Well, no, yeah. here's, here's the real joke that's on me is that I have, there's all these people cause apparently Instagram and this was not the case the last time I used Instagram regularly, which was, let's be honest, years ago. But apparently on Instagram now, nobody um, has an open profile. Everyone's uh, private, and you have to request to look at their yeah, feed. Yeah, lots of people are like, but yeah. So as part of my giving Instagram the old college try today, because I followed three people. I followed Val, I followed my wife, and I followed Zach's dad. That was the total number of people that I followed. I'm really impressed that Zach's dad has an Instagram, by the way. It's pretty cool. You should check it out. It's called Blades yeah, of Alavon. He's, he's more active than I am on there. <laughs> I want to read his book, by the way. You should. I need to get a copy of it. It's called Blades of Alavon. I'll, I'll send you a link at some point. It's on Kindle if you just want to read it on, on your phone. Or um, it's really not very expensive to get a print version. I want to buy a print version. Cool. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like under 10 bucks, I think. Even better. I don't know. I don't know what it is anymore. I get, I'll send you a link later, James. But cool. um, sweet. So so I was like, so all right, like, today all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Instagram boy, and I'm gonna start following people, and I'm gonna start like posting stories, and I'll be Instagram boy. And I sent out all these requests to like 20 people. Like I want to follow you because you're people in my life, and I want to see what's on your Instagram. And none of them have responded to my request. But all of them have watched the two stories I posted today. Seriously? Yes. Oh, it's it's man. two stupid things. It's a murky picture of my daughter and then a murky picture of me ready to record this podcast. Yeah, I, I, I saw both your I saw both your stories. Don't well, worry. you follow me and I follow you back and that's okay. But it's all <laughs> these other people. It's like bitch, you can't yeah, like my thing is like the whole point of like Instagram is like posting like your pictures and shit. So I don't I don't get why why you would make it private. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, okay. So that's my new thing. That's my new experiment. I'm not using Reddit anymore. I'm I only have Instagram, and I didn't delete my Reddit though. I didn't go that far. I deleted everything but Reddit and Instagram. Just not going on Reddit for a minute. Correct. Yeah. Yep, deleted the app and then logged out on Safari, and apparently it's going to be another three weeks until I'm actually like following anyone on Instagram who will accept my request <laughs> and allow me to see their content. I should create an Instagram just so that you can follow someone. Oh, 
<laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to follow someone because as of right just, now, just don't follow on back, James. <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't do that. But let's see. Let's see how it looks here. If I go close, it's a bad app. All right. Oh, I actually went from three following to eleven today. What? Oh, wow. more more people approved me than I thought. Oh no, half of these people. So. 11, so that means that eight people more, but four of these eight were not private. Like you, Zach, and uh, our friend Brian were not private. A few others weren't. So it looks like two to three people approved my request to follow them today. (laughs) But a lot of people did not. You should feel slightly special, but not as special as you could. I think I think you're <laughs> right there with me on how I feel about this. <laughs> no, people can be dicks on Instagram anyways, but then like some people like they uh it's a thing I've read about where people get like super concerned with their their ratio, like they have to make sure that they have a certain ratio of followers to following. Oh, interesting. To appear like more pop, like super popular. Oh, Why? like they they I I don't know I don't get it. I did this I did this with Twitter. I needed to always make sure that I had more followers than I followed. And I don't remember why that was a thing for me. Okay, yeah, it's the same type of thing on on Instagram. People want to have more. Uh, more followers than than following. Well, as of now, I have I have more than double the amount of followers because no one will let me follow them. <laughs> so my ratio is safe with my free to look at Instagram. Anyone who wants to look at it, it's Silent Gordon, and I put up pictures of set designs. Period. Awesome. Yeah, Full I stop. just opened my computer to random ass pictures of convertible tables. Huh. Oh, yeah, because we were having that conversation. We were, but there's one that is broken down, and it shows me, like, all of the individual components, but it doesn't show me what it looks like as an actual table. Interesting. Really confusing. Maybe it looks terrible. It probably does, and they're like, no, you figure it out when you get all these pieces. Here are the pieces. (laughs) Bitches. My wife, I want to point out for the record, my wife literally just brought me a plate of cheese and crackers. That's a beautiful woman right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super excited. I have sharp cheddar, pepper jack, um, goat cheese, and what I'm assuming is um, mozzarella. Goat cheese Delicious. is the correct cheese. That is the best cheese that there is. It is. It's fantastic. I, so I make these uh, bacon-wrapped goat cheese and soy chorizo stuffed dates mm. every time I'm I'm trying to do a party, and they're amazing. There was a time in my life where my breakfast every morning was that I bought a sourdough baguette from Safeway every other day. Yep. And I always had a big, you know, uh, log of goat cheese in the fridge. And so my breakfast every day was that I would eat sourdough and goat cheese until I was done eating it. And sometimes I would add apples. That only tastes good if you chew tobacco. Is that true? (laughs) I think so. It's too much sour otherwise. Oh, interesting. Because huh. it tastes I, delicious I literally to me. pulled that fact out of my ass, but it... <laughs> um, good, right? <laughs> everything is based yeah. on science so far, so it's, yeah. a, it's a good conjecture based on science. <laughs> yeah, because I loved it. I, I, want, I want to have it now, but I only have one 
No, I have two of the aspects of that triangle, but the goat cheese is missing, and that's a very important it is. corner. It really is. I don't think I've ever even had goat cheddar. cheese. Never had really? goat cheese? You may have so. had goat cheese sharp without cheddar knowing is very it. Good, though. It tastes Wait, really close to how goats smell. Yeah, it's true. I don't uh, know if I've ever like specifically smelled a goat, but I'm sure I have. I just don't remember well, you are the smell, smell of it. friend. So, Zach, <laughs> at our house for get-togethers, um, my wife is big on making charcuterie plates, which is plates of you know meats and cheeses and oh, sometimes okay. crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, goat cheese is almost always involved. Normally, we're drinking, and That's so true. I don't eat. Hey, yeah, you're right there with me. Yeah. Once I start drinking, I, I normally... Well, okay. It depends how drunk I get. Like, yeah. if I get super drunk, then I will sometimes go snack if I get hungry. But normally, if I'm uh, just drinking and I'm staying, like, buzzed, then normally mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a big snacker. Yeah, you're right there with me. Do, James, yeah. do you have this as well? Sometimes, yeah. I Essentially. But it's weird because up until recently, it's always been smoking and drinking for me. And mm-hmm. the smoking always accompanies some sort of munchies. Ooh, I just splashed water in my eye. But um, since you've just been drinking, have you been snacking as much or less? No, not or really. Same? The much, much less. Okay. Um, yeah, there, there is a drunk where it's just like, I will eat whatever you fucking oh, yeah. in front of yeah. me. No, yeah, that's that's a very specific <laughs> night. That's a lot of Bud Light for me. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so just like right now, I'm like, I super duper appreciate this cheese and crackers, but I'm not hungry enough to really eat all of it. Mm-hmm. That's good. But That's it's, healthy. Uh, That's so healthy to have that yeah. thought. Yeah. So I yeah. So I have to I have to remind my wife of this because for her it doesn't matter what she's drinking. If she is drinking, then she is hungry, and that's just right. how it goes. <laughs> but like tonight, it was Monday night football, so we went to Whiskey Barrel where they were doing this crazy deal. If you if anyone out there wants to do this, it's a it's an amazing deal. On Mon- for Monday night football, if you go to Whiskey Barrel for every drink you get, you get a free piece of pizza. What the fuck? Yep. How did I not know this? It just started it's good today. That I didn't know this. Yeah, pizza is not keto friendly. <laughs> yeah, it just started today. But it was like because on Mondays normally they're not open. So during football season, the owner is he's there and he's like he's just like yeah, fuck it, I'll just open. And so he's the bartender and the cook. I sat by myself all night tonight, and I literally at like nine o'clock I walked to S Mart because oh. Jenny was oh, yeah. rehearsal, ah. and I was like, we need some wine and we need some fucking ice cream. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone down and gotten some 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 pizza and beer, but um, I could have gone. I could have gone the other way and gotten pizza and beer. So the owner, he's he, he just you know he's he's the server, he's the cook, he's the bartender. And so previously it was like tough, but this year he went. Oh, I'm not, I'm just not going to do something tough. I'm just going to like make a bunch of pizzas before anyone gets here, and then I'll have this deal going on, and then. That's it. I'll just basically be a bartender who pops into the back to grab a slice of pizza whenever someone asks for it. Was there a cover charge? No. And they let you watch the game too? Yeah, it's got the game up. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I'm it, not normally even a football fan, but I will absolutely go next Monday for that shit. Yeah, he's doing it every Monday. Do it every going in whenever you want. But so so we went we went in and I had uh I had three beers, three big heavy beers. And I had, you know, I had my slice of pizza because you got to do it. And uh, then after that, I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm just good for the night. And she's like, well, oh, aren't you hungry? I'm like, no. You don't want any more I'm pizza? drinking. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, can, you can get two more pieces of pizza. I'm like, well, I'm, I don't, I don't, 
I didn't even want the one I ate, so I, I think I literally just ate it because it was there. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we're it was good. Free, yeah. yeah, but that's but that's just the big difference between us. She drinks and she needs eleven pieces of pizza, and I drink and I don't. I need minus three pieces of pizza. See, that goes to show you. I firmly believe that Christine is a stoner at heart. I think she might be. Don't tell me. <laughs> But yeah, because it's it's things like that. Where like we're, sometimes, especially if she gets drunk enough, the concoctions. Yep. And it's and yep. It, they're drinking concoctions, but it's like it's like one a.m. And I'm like, <laughs> what is she doing in there? And I go in the kitchen, and she's you know put Cheetos hot fries in a tortilla with sour cream. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! She's a brilliant genius. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I was hungry. I just needed this. Like, okay. You just need this real quick. <laughs> uh, to your health, and joy. <laughs> oh man, we got a good session. I got to start releasing episodes because we got two hours in this one. Yeah. We do. Oh wow! Just about in four minutes, we'll have like two hours. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys work tomorrow? I, I do. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Me mm-hmm. too. I had today off though. Thank goodness. It was my first flex day. It was nice. I went oh, and bought a pair of nice. shoes. Ooh. Oh, you bought a pair of big shoes, big big boy shoes. Big boy shoes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, grail shoes for some of the Redditors. Redditors, if you're listening, I just bought a pair of Alden boots for 40 bucks. So fucking be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It sounds like, so I, I had a pair of Red Wings specific uh, fire boots. Oh, yeah, Red Wings are great. They got stolen out of the back of my truck one time when I went inside to pay for gas. Yep, uh, shit. I paid because one tweaker was like these things cost four hundred dollars, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like because I got them on a crazy, crazy sale that I got a little bit extra off of because I was a firefighter at the time. So you went into this one Red Wing outlet and you're like, I'm a firefighter, and they went, I'm going to knock a hundred dollars off of the price of these boots. Perfect. So they were they were amazing work boots, steel toe, puncture proof bottoms, fireproof laces. Like you could literally walk through hell in these boots and you would be fine. And yeah, I got them for two fifty, and someone stole them out of the back of my truck. I'd still have them today. I'd probably have them until I was seventy, eighty years old. And they—they have a lifetime commitment. Yeah. You can get them resold, and the leather's good for life. Yeah, Red Wings were my first big boy pair, and I didn't even buy them. I, like so, I was working uh, HVAC with my dad, and I had been—I was wearing this pair of boots that I had been wearing the entire time that I was in Chicago. Um, but they were super worn out and like he saw me, I climbed a ladder one time and even though there was like a steel rod through the sole of the boot, they bent when I stepped on the ladder cause they were just old. Mm-hmm. Right. So he was like, son, he's like, I need to get you some good boots. And I was like, well, these are good boots. And he's like, no, I need to get you some wed wings. And I was like, okay, the fuck <laughs> is that? And he just dropped like 350 bucks on this pair of Red Wings. And I still have them in my closet, but I had worn out the sole to the point that it started hurting my, my ball. Oh, yeah. My testicle, rather. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're being specific. so But that was the shoe that I wore every day at Starbucks when I worked there. Um, and so they're still sitting in my... I could get them resold right now and probably start over and not have them fuck me up. But the way that they sit on, you know. I have a different pair of shoes that I bought to work at Roundtable that's probably similar to what they asked for at Starbucks, right? It was a very ugly black sneaker. Slip resistant. Slip yep. resistant sneaker. It was yep. ugly as hell, but I wore it every day because no one could that's say anything to me. Yeah, that's what they wanted. 
All right. I'll go buy this my, $40 ugly pair of shoes. I actually dyed my Red Wings black because brown back then was against uniform regulation at oh. Starbucks. Now there is no uniform regulation. They're like, fucking wear whatever you want. There but is I uniform regulation. Have shoes. you seen the stuff about Starbucks, the fancy Starbucks? Keep talking and I'll find out about it. No. Fancy. No, just that. Fancy Starbucks. Just, there's a fancy Starbucks. I don't remember what they call it. Starbucks Reserve. <laughs> where they serve alcohol oh they serve alcohol and it's the Starbucks yeah. reserve they roast on site so instead yeah. of getting the over roasted bitter beans that Starbucks has because Starbucks coffee is bad everyone out there I don't care how much you love your daily Starbucks Starbucks coffee is bad because all Starbucks coffee is over roasted so that it tastes the same at every place you go and yes. it only tastes good when you turn it into a milkshake Right. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the blonde it, roast is good. The blonde you know, roast or the cold is, good. Brew is good. The cold brew is good. These are two ways that they have they they figured out that everyone went. Hey, did you know that Starbucks coffee is bad? And everyone went, "What? Like, tr- get it black sometime and find out that it is bad coffee." And Starbucks is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, guys. Yeah. Okay, fine." <laughs> so they started yes, doing. We burn our shit. Yeah, they started doing different things instead of over roasting and burning their beans to make them taste bitter as hell. Starbucks is, was bad coffee, but now they're good options. Anyway, Starbucks Reserve, they roast on site, and they require all of the employees to wear a cool hat. <laughs> How cool is this hat? It's, What's going on with that? It's not a specific hat. There are requirements for the hat. But it has to be cool. So now let me go Starbucks Reserve Dress Code. Because they want everyone to look like a cool hipster. But there are a lot of restrictions for that. So, like, you you should wear a hat. But don't wear these hats. Don't wear a local team's hat. Like, th- like things like that. We were not allowed to wear hats or colored shirts. We weren't allowed to show our tattoos back when I worked there. No, that's still the case in in most Starbucks. You still can't do any of those things. It's the reserves where they are requiring you to wear a cool hat. But, but Starbucks now it's down to hair color. What? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, dye your hair purple. That's fine. Don't dye your hair purple and yellow and green. Only one solid color. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, give that like two years. I just found out that there's a specific color scheme flag for uh, pansexual. <laughs> <laughs> so, for yeah. shirts, you are not allowed to wear sweatshirts, hooded shirts, cap sleeves, short sleeve crews, v-neck t-shirts, anything with embroidery, detail, or pattern that competes with or is distracting under the apron. No manufacturer's logos. Wow, uh, there's a specific color range that they're allowing, too. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Bottoms. Pants, short skirts, dresses in black, gray, navy, brown, and khaki. No white. Jeans are This is bullshit. Jeans are welcome. Uh, only if they're in darker washes and hues. No light tones. All clothing must be durable, practical, and fit comfortably without rips, tears, patches, or distress. Look at all these accents that are allowed. Hmm. Ties. But not those ties, because mm-hmm. they have contrasting colors. What? They got very specific while trying to seem very carefree. 
Like if you if you don't look at this list of like the okay hats and the not okay hats, stuff like that, like it's everything seems very carefree. Oh, you can wear slouch beanies. Bullshit. You cannot wear a beanie <laughs> that has a logo. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I dare you even try. Yeah, you have all these. You can wear a fedora or a big wide-brimmed fedora or a pork pie hat. So, okay, this brings up an interesting topic about my personal current dress code at work. Not that I am the type of man who wants to wear capris. Okay, mm-hmm. but it bothers the fucking shit out of me that they go so far in the dress code to say that capris are appropriate for girls, but mm-hmm. not for boys. Yeah. Like, excuse me? The fuck? If I want to wear a skirt to work, yep. you know, I absolutely should be able to, and you shouldn't be able to tell me shit about it. Yep. But uh, but that's where it is. And and that's one. And so like I like I was pissed the other day when I when I read that. And like we were at a unit meeting, and I was like, Jenny, it's like I'm gonna start wearing capris. And she was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, you don't like to wear capris. Like, do you? Is that a thing that you've been wanting to do? I was like, no, I do not want to wear capris. Uh, she goes, but uh, she's like, that's a an interesting cross for you to die on. Then <laughs> you're just trying to make a point at work about something that you don't even want to do. And I was like, well, fucking, like, I get what you're saying, but, like, it's the fact that they're telling me I can't makes yep. me want to. Mm-hmm. I used to do stuff like this with my work because I was a terrible person. No, it does. <laughs> you were a terrible person? Yeah. So, but now, now I'm a scared boy. So when I work at my school, I wear my, my uniform that I have given myself as a plaid button up jeans and tennis shoes, because that's not going to offend anyone and everything's going to be fine. Yet you watch, man, someone's going to be offended. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) At some point, plaid's going to, uh, turn into something that we're not allowed to do anymore. Well, yeah, it's symbolic of fucking lumberjacks or something. Some some (laughs) shit like that, yeah. 